What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Strive for Strength podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Strample. I'm an online fitness and online business coach. I've been in the online fitness coaching space for over five years. I've helped over 3,000 women and scaled a seven-figure fitness business. I am now an online business coach, and we've served over 400 students with scaling their business and created over 100 people who are generating six figures in their online fitness coaching business. So I want to bring to you today a lot of value, a lot, a lot of value that's going to help you either get started in your fitness coaching journey or enhance the current coaching uh, business that you have. So this episode is going to be a major key, major, major key in you being able to continuously generate leads as well as serve the clients that you currently have so that you can get them results. They will give you testimonials. They'll be raving about you. And realistically with that, that's also going to feed into your lead generation. So this is going to be all about client success and deliverables that you can put into your program and the program that you can design to make your, your offer super irresistible, get your clients to succeed the most that they possibly can. And then of course, focus on retention with them. I do have another episode on how to do retention calls. So I'm not going to cover that today. I'm mainly going to be talking more about what you need to do to see client success, as well as monitor client success with SOPs, standard operating procedures for your client success. So let's jump in. So the number one thing I would say I really take pride in with FTF is our deliverables. We try to go above and beyond and make sure that we are giving our clients as much value as we possibly can, because here's the thing with coaching. Anyone can give protocols in regards to having at least, you know, enough knowledge. Of course, some coaches have more education than others, but at the end of the day, we're all coaches giving protocols. So what sets us apart, right? Obviously who we are and what we bring to the table from our unique standpoint as human beings and who we are in our unique nature, our personality, et cetera, all really, really important. But the one thing I see that really stands out with specific coaches that just absolutely crush it in this space are the coaches who are going above and beyond to put more into their program that actually resonates and helps support their ideal client in a way that transitions their mindset and their headspace completely, right? A lot of the times when clients come into our program, they're open-minded enough and have enough humility to actually make an investment. But unless we focus in on behavior change and mindset and getting them to a place where they're actually going to be compliant with protocols, right? That's the only way that they're actually going to even implement anything that we give to them. So how do we go about doing this, right? I think the most important thing to think about here is when it comes down to client success, once you get somebody in the door, the posturing and the delivery have to start right then and there, right? So your onboarding process, when you intake a client needs to be clean, and it also needs to make sure that you are setting them up so that they can pivot with small habits and it's accommodating for their lifestyle and their stress levels. So client success is going to contribute to them being able to be retained, right? If you set them up mentally to prepare and integrate the protocols that you're going to give those clients, they're going to be much more successful, right? So make it one of your goals. As soon as you get clients into the program to do mindset work with them right off the bat, you need to really educate your clients on what it looks like to go through this roadmap of whatever their goal is. For example, our girls, a lot of them are looking to reverse uh, reverse diet and focus on body recomposition. So they're wanting to gain muscle, lose body fat. Most people who get on the phone with us say they just want to get toned, right? And what we need to do is really educate them in the beginning on 
how much, you know, we look at their pain points, right? Why did they get to where they're at? A lot of the times it's self-sabotaging tendencies. A lot of the times it's ego getting in the way, um, a lot of perfectionistic tendencies, right? And when it comes down to it, those are all things holding clients back from being able to even integrate protocols. So those resurface throughout the program. And a lot of the times that's why people fall off or they're non-compliant, right? And so that's why it's so important to create leaders and really focus on the mental health and the mindset of your clients prior to them even really diving in to the program. So what I want you to do firsthand is focus on what habit shifts your client needs to make in order to even get themselves to want to integrate protocols, right? Now, some people might be in the action stage. If we're looking at like the trans theoretical model of change, they might already know how much action they wanna take towards their goals. So they're just gonna be ready to dive in. But how do we make that sustainable, right? We check their ego. We leave it at the door. We focus on them being able to move forward by truly growing into the person that they want to be without self-sabotaging. So behavior change is number one. This is the main part of client success. I just see falling wayside. And that's why a lot of clients will fall off or be non-compliant, right? So right off the rip, you need to focus on behavior change and also focus on building up a personal relationship with them. In order for you to accommodate for their lifestyle, you need to learn about their lifestyle. So don't be afraid to ask the clients what expectations they have from you. Don't be afraid to ask the clients, um, you know, what their life looks like, um, their work. Are they in a relationship? Is there anything holding them up? Is there anything holding them back? Um, is there anything that could possibly get in the way of them being able to fully commit to themselves and to this program, right? Um, and this is where it's going to be important for you to also elaborate on the fact that you want them to gain independence. You want them to become... Uh, a more independent being, right? So that they can continue to have success. They can continue to focus on growth, right? So one of the main things you have to do getting started is focus on that behavior change and build a solid relationship with them. Now, I also wanna give you some strategies so that you actually have some takeaways here from this episode. So one thing that's also really important is client delivery. I highly, highly recommend having tangible deliverables that you can give to your clients. This could be weekly course material. It could be weekly group coaching calls. It can be PDFs, but I highly recommend having something that drips out week to week to clients, at least within the first three to six months of your program so that you can actually educate them on why they're integrating protocols. One of the main things we teach our women when they get started is metabolic adaptation. We teach our women why they need to integrate more food, why we're focusing on progressive overload, why we have them weight training. Why? Because a lot of the women who come to us are terrified that they're going to get bulky or that, you know, they're going to put on a bunch of body fat from increasing food intake. When in reality, that's what they need in order to focus on body recomposition. So we teach them about that. So that they actually feel called to integrate the protocols, right? So have some kind of deliverable. We personally do a 12 week course. Now I say, if you're in the first six months of your business, please don't build up a coaching course. You need to be focusing on lead generation, building credibility, building up content, right? A lot of the times people will use deliverables as a scapegoat to um, fall into perfectionistic tendencies where they feel like they need to have a full program before they actually launch their coaching business, which just is not the case, right? So I would say in the first six months or so, the best thing to do is just do group calls that you can actually record and just utilize to send out to future clients on specific topics that your clients need to learn about. So that's a huge part of delivery. Now let's talk a little bit more about the SOPs for client success. Something that we actually integrated on Team FTF is at a six-week checkpoint, we have one of our VAs actually send out a success survey to just evaluate with our clients how well they're doing, um, the accomplishments they've made so far, how they're feeling with their journey, um, anything they feel like might be missing from the program, anything we can improve on. Um, and then from there, basically, 
we offer them the opportunity to hop on a call. So I definitely don't recommend doing one-to-one -one, uh, coaching calls with all of your clients every single week because it's really hard to scale. But what we do is we have um, standard operating procedures that send out the survey. It's automated. Um, once we get the survey back, they're eligible for a call. If they need any additional support, this is also great market research. It's a great way for us to learn what we can integrate into our program, what might be missing in the program, um, and just anything that we might need to potentially just be able to get that client to be more successful. And then of course be retained, right? Having a midpoint check in with them is, you know, we have week to week check-ins with audio feedback, but having that call to just go over their wins and accomplishments, even if they are minimal is one of the most incredible things you can do. Um, and also just check in on them. Like, are they being compliant? If not, how can we pivot? How can we change that? Can we get to the root cause of it? Right. Um, something that's just going to be really, really vital to be able to keep your clients, um, focused, compliant, and of course, seeing results. So one of the main things that you can do, of course, with building your business, expanding your business is focusing in on client success. Do not let yourself get to a point where you have so many clients that you're not eligible to pour into client success. This is going to be the bread and butter of your business delivery and client uh, results are the bread and butter of your business. So we can never let those fall wayside. So one of the most important things you can do is slowly build up deliverables over time. And I highly recommend if you do not have some kind of client success survey that you integrate one. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about what the client success survey looks like and what kind of questions that you can ask on there. And then we'll finish off the episode. Cause as you guys know, I like to keep these short and sweet. So I first off ask who their coach is because we do have assistant coaches on board. I'll then go in and ask what their number one goal was coming through with the program, um, on a scale of one to 10, how uh, excited and how satisfied are they with the program and and the results that they're getting. Um, and then we have an explanation of the rating of that question. Um, a few other questions we'll ask are um, feeling about their accountability. Do they feel like they're getting enough? And then we ask them to explain that. That's going to help us just pivot and see if we need to add more deliverables. Um, and then the last few questions we have on here are something that they wish they would um, be able to learn more about, or maybe they haven't gotten. And then lastly, um, any constructive criticism that they have for the team and coach as a whole so that we are more eligible to just fully support them and give them the resources that they need. So based off of that, if you pull the client for a call, especially if you don't get the best feedback, I will say having humility as a leader is one of the most important things. So please ask for feedback. It's so, so important. Um, this is how you're going to be able to improve your entirety of your program. And this is ultimately what leads to better lead gen. It gets you excited. It gets your uh, mind going, right? And I think that's something that's just so vital to be able to continue to grow and expand as a business owner. So um, I hope that you guys find this episode super helpful. If you guys have any questions for me regarding client retention or client success, um, please just let me know. I do have another episode on client retention and how to hold a retention call with your clients. So you guys can definitely scroll back just to look for that one. And you guys can just look up the Strive for Strength podcast and then uh, type in client retention. It should pop up for y'all. But I hope you found this episode super enjoyable. Um, I hope you continue to grow and expand your online coaching business and step into your power, break through any of your limiting beliefs. And if you guys have any questions for me, you guys can always hit me up on Instagram. I'll go ahead and put it in the show notes. It's just instagram.com slash fears to fit F E A R S T O F I T. I'll also go ahead and link our daily business coaching Facebook group tip page in there for you guys in the show notes. So you guys can check that out and learn from us because we post in there almost every single day from our three coaches. So you guys can continue to learn and grow with FTF and continue to help more people. Have an awesome one guys.